National Fire Radio. National Fire Radio presents. I wish my head could forget what my eyes have seen. Ten years ago, the groundbreaking firefighting movie burned took audiences closer than they'd ever been. Into the fires and into the lives of the men who fight them. Ten years in the making, the long-awaited follow-up is finally here. The workload has increased and manpower has decreased. Burn X explores stories and characters you've never seen before and continues the journey for many of the Detroit firefighters you met in the first film. Fire class, 2019. Yes, Order your two-disc ultimate edition of Burn X on DVD and Blu-ray at burnstore.com or get it for streaming and download on iTunes, Apple TV, Amazon, Google Play, and Voodoo. What is a man's worth that doesn't make the world a better place? Taylor's Tins, one of the best there is. A good friend of ours and supporter of National Fire Radio. He comes up first in a lineup of sponsors because he means that much to me. Taylor's been with us from day one. I hit him up on day one and said, brother, I love your shield. I love what it represents. I'd like to give them out to all of our podcast guests. And from day one, almost five years ago, we've been issuing Taylor's Tins to all of our guests as a keepsake and recognition for their willingness to share some time and their story with us in our community at National Fire Radio. These aluminum helmet fronts, they change the market. They're revolutionary in what they do. Even if you're a traditionalist with the leather shield, the aluminum shield offers so much when it comes to durability, cleanliness, decon, they can do it all with the aluminum shield. Their customer service, let's talk about that for a minute, where things usually take several weeks now to get your hands on them from the from conception to manufacturing process and out the door and onto your helmet. Taylor can turn around orders within 48 hours, whether it's a 500-piece shield order for your department or a one-off customized shield. Taylor's doing them, and he's doing them within 48 hours, and they're getting out the door. It's not just helmet shields. Nope, there's more. They got locker tags, carbon monoxide meter, you know, data sheets. They have pump data sheets, pump tags, locker tags, street signs, banquet gifts. You name it, the list goes on and on. Check them out at taylorstins.com. That's where they conduct business. You can hit them up on the chat right there. They walk you through the process of designing your custom Taylor's Tin from the website. So go to taylorstins.com, check them out. They represent the very best of what the American Fire Service is all about, and I'm proud to have them as a sponsor of the National Fire Radio platform. And in the words of Taylor and his crew, stop burning up leather. Hey, everybody. Jeremy, National Fire Radio, back on the podcast today. A, a very special guest, and I'm excited. This is the first time I've spoken with the gentleman. I'm very excited to have him on today. You know, all aspects of the podcast is capturing stories from all over. Every aspect of the job is important because as we talk about the job, we make the job better. And today, I got an incredible artist, gentleman, craftsman, Bob Stella. Bob, thanks for joining me, man. Hey, thanks for having me on. Helmet shields. You are doing hand-painted helmet shields, and I have yep. to think that you are probably one of the premier guys. I don't think there's many guys that do it. I know a few that do, but I, I know you do it on a level that is is really uh, in, a, in another league, I believe, man. How did yeah. you how did you even stumble into this? I mean, we're talking finely crafted, hand-painted leather helmet fronts. It's not something that you learn overnight. I mean, this is a lifetime uh, or, or part of a lifetime of, of passion and trial and error, I'm sure, and, and everything else. So talk to me a little bit about how you hopped into it. Well, it all started in uh, 1984. I joined the Bear Cove Fire Museum in Hingham, okay. Massachusetts. They had a, a 1935 Aaron's Fox they were restoring. And one of the guys they did did gold leaf and um, I was watching him. He says, Hey, you want to learn how to do this? I'm like, yeah, sure. So he taught me how to gold leaf and how to stripe and the different brushes and, you know, and you know, it came out pretty good. Yeah. The truck is the, all the uh, leaf is still on the truck after all these years. So <laughs> I guess I did a good job. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Did you have a, did you have a, 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 a past of artistry? Like were you always into art or painting? Or? Um, not, not really. No, I you know, typical just doodled and um, that kind of stuff. And are you a creative um, mind though? Like, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, that's how <laughs> I am, right? Like, I look at things in the world and I, I, my brain spins 
in such a yeah. way that I, I look at the creative of things like how it's made, how it's built, how it's assembled, what it looks like, you know, how I could recreate it. I mean, that's that's how my brain works. You're very similar in that. Yeah, it's you know, to make a shield is it's there's so many steps that you do along the way that that I never knew when I first started. I thought, you know, you just keep going. But no, what, there's different steps. Was it trial and error? Oh, yeah. For me, it was. Yeah. I never I only watched this guy do it uh, for a, maybe a week. But then I went on my own and lots of lots of mistakes. Oh, I bet. And <laughs> yeah, I lots of... it, it makes sense. I mean, and not <laughs> yeah. only that, it's funny because every guest that I have, I do a little bit of research and you and I have never spoken before. So this is it's very new to me to have this conversation with you because I don't know much about you. But I did read an article that was done and in, in where you had said. Um, that, you know, very early on you, it was trial and error. You had, uh, you just tinkered yeah. and you found your way and, and had to figure out the process. I mean, you didn't have a mentor in this, did you? No, no. I just picked up a paintbrush and just started doing it. And, you know, in the beginning I'd have to draw out every aspect of a shield, but you know, I really got into it in 1988. That's when I really started. And now I can just sit down draw a couple lines for, um, you know, the template lines and I can just go without drawing any letters or anything. And I yeah. read that you have terrible handwriting. Oh, I can't read my own handwriting. That is, that is <laughs> that's why when people say, can you take this down? I'm like, no, send me an email because I cannot read my, own. I could be a doctor. I could write prescriptions. It's so bad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking, right? Because I look at your shields and they're beautiful and the handwriting yeah. on them, the block letter, the shadowing. I mean, all of it is just so precise. I mean, yeah. it's hand painted, so there's always going to be that little bit of difference or an, an imperfection, if you will, you know, one letter to the next, but they are oh, yeah. still so similar. I mean, it's unbelievable yeah. the steady hand and the the creative mind and abilities that go into it. But for you not yeah. to be able to handwrite is hysterical. I, <laughs> I had one guy look at a shield and say, hey, where do you buy these letters? He thought they were stick-on letters. I go, I painted those. He goes, oh, wait a gosh. minute, you, you painted this? You, these aren't stickers? I'm yeah. like, no, they're not stickers. Oh, my gosh, but, that's wild. Yeah. That's really cool. So talk to me talk to me a little bit then about your background because, you know, not being an artist, if you will, and things like that, what 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 did you do? Because you weren't a fireman. You're not a fireman, right? You're nope. you're a fire enthusiast and buff and and so on. And you, what got you to the um to the museum and and looking to help out at the uh, the Bear Cove Fire Museum? I I started out as a news photographer when oh, I was in okay. high school. I took a class, photography class, and I, you know, like every kid chasing fires on his bicycle. Yeah. I had a picture published, and I got hooked on that, and um, it. You know, it was a great career. I did it for 30, 30-something 30 years, and I went from still photography, and I went into TV news. I did that for a long time. And um, and that's in the metro Boston area? Yeah, okay. yeah, metro Boston. Yep, yep. And one, one guy, he's, you know, he saw me doing the, the, uh, the fire truck. Um, you know, the fireman told me about the museum, and that's how I joined the fire museum, and I went down there. But they told me they would let her in the truck, and he was watching me, and he goes, hey, can you make a helmet shield? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and he gave me a blank shield, and I made it deputy chief, um, hang a mess, fire department. And that was shield number one, and he showed it to a guy, and then he wanted one. And then next thing you know, I'm making them. And I did a fire muster, had a table, had it all set up, and I got a lot of orders that way. And I tell you, it just started snowballing, and now it's a monster that I can't kill. Uh, so, yeah, and I want to go down that road, right? I mean, I love the backstory, right? And so it, it got to a point where it consumed you, right? It went from a hobby, right, to doing a couple oh, yeah. of shields. And then yeah. just talk to me about that a little bit. When did you wake up one morning and go, man, this thing is taking, <laughs> this thing's taking over? I mean, I have to imagine because I've seen pictures of your studio and where you yeah. work. And I have to believe in the beginning you were probably working at your kitchen table or something, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It was, I had a desk in uh, you know, when I was still living in home at home back in the eighties, I had a desk next to my bed and I was making them there. And <laughs> next thing I know, my sister moved out. I took over her room and then, you know, it just exploded from there. And so you're but, waking uh, up and you're tiptoeing around shields now and you're going, yeah, man, I gotta basically. go to, I gotta go to work and then come home and do another how many hours yeah. you know, here with the paintbrush. So at the end of the news career, cell phones killed the news career yeah because um, okay. everyone's a news photographer so i took a job as a night custodian 
in an elementary school. Awful job, you know? Yeah. But I had to do something. Sure. So I was painting shields by day, being the janitor at night, and that went on for 20-something years. No way. Wow. Yeah. And And I look back, and I'm like, how did I do the shields and that at the same time? Because there's no time for me to do shields now. I'm here, you know, 10 hours a day. How did you six and a half, six did, and a half days a week? How did you? Oh my God! How do you? How did you do it before the internet? Was it just word of mouth? Yeah, it was word of mouth. Uh, some of the uh, real old fire magazines. I had some uh, ads in there, and I did fire musters and had a table set up. And then you know, word of mouth. And then once the internet came, it just exploded. Yeah. And, so, um, so the internet that that killed the photography career for the newspaper oh, yeah, launched yeah. your shield career into high gear. Oh yeah, tenfold. Ah, oh, it's wild. So yeah. So talk to me then about you know I mean do you do you find yourself getting personally attached to to, to the, the shields and the stories behind them? Like, do, uh, go ahead. Yeah, uh, some of the shields that I've made um, have been elaborate. Um, Portsmouth, Virginia, they had uh, me do a shield. I must have been for each company. They had their own little company design, and I made those, and they sent a beautiful picture of it on the hood of a, an old truck they restored. Oh, wow. And those shields, you know, they're one of a kind, and it's they take a lot of work. Sometimes I don't want to give them up because they look so nice. Oh, my But, um, yeah, Bath Iron Works, that was another one, the chief there. I put a sure battleship firing its guns and... Do, yeah, do they ask really you? Do they ask you just to get creative, or do people are pretty specific about what they want? Uh, some just say um, get creative, and they give me a, an idea. Yeah, you know, some like Bath Iron Works. They sent me a picture of the battleship that they wanted, and I painted that. And you know, they send me artwork. Um, I say you can draw something up, and they say, "Well, I'm not a good drawer." It's, it's just like I don't care what it looks like. I just need to <laughs> where you want idea. the letters. That's all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want me to make it exactly the way you drew it, I can. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you want that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. No, that's good. So yeah. that's pretty wild then. I mean, because then it, it hits all ranges, right? From the, the most simple where it's block. Oh, yeah. Like I look at you have yeah. um, you do you do hand painted shields for the FDNY. Yeah, I do the whole all of New York City now, all the gold shields, all the gold shields for New York yep. City. My gosh. Funny story. Funny yeah. story about that. When I got the call, I, they sent. I guess they sent letters, uh, calls out to other guys. We all had to um, send in a sample. Right. So they picked mine. I got the call. And they said, yeah, we want you to do the New York City Shields, yada, yada. And they gave me an order right over the phone. They needed 150 gold shields. <laughs> and I'm like, 150 <laughs> gold shields is the first order. Okay, I can handle that. Um, so that day... I walked into the school job, gave him my keys, and said, I'm done. And that was my last day there. Wow. And and once I got in New York City, it just exploded, and it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's a full-time job. How do you – I mean, yes, but uh, – so let me ask you then. How do you – how does it scale? I mean, you're working six and a half days a week, nine-hour days, right? Uh, your words, I yep. believe. And yep. do you have anybody that you're mentoring or tutoring next to you to, to carry on the torch of this – Unbelievable no. craftsmanship. <laughs> no, I try to teach some people to paint, but you know, you, you can't teach someone in a week. It took me thirty years to figure this out, and so this—I don't know. Uh, there's one kid that's got talent. Is yeah. um, Chase Bolinsky. Yeah, I know him absolutely. I know he him. is. I I wish I had his talent at his age. Wow, no? that's cool. That's great. Yeah. Well, I hope you know. I hope that you know uh, you guys cross paths and and maybe with yeah. your experience and knowledge. I believe his father paints them too, doesn't he? Yep, his father paints. Will that's, paints. Yeah. Um, the guy in um, Rhode Island that I buy buy my blank shields. He does some painting too. It's a small. Yeah, I'd like to meet him. I'd like to have us all right? get. Yeah, like have us all get together because there's not many of us out there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. How talk to me then about the tradition of it, right? I mean, you're you're a Metro Boston guy. You live outside the city of Boston, right? If I, if I'm oh, yeah. correct. Yep. And uh, so, one town away. And as we were chatting, I hear in the background like the scanner going off in the background. So yeah, I, I'm assuming, and I just through your social media and stuff, I know that you are um, a buff, if you will. Meaning, you know, you enjoy. Oh, yeah. What do they call you guys? Sparks up there? Is Spock? Yeah. Spock. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> Yeah, you got to have the accent with it, too. I yeah, love that. Yeah, the Spock. Spock. So 
that's I mean that's got to be fun because you're also doing the shields for Boston a lot of the cities around that area too and so yeah. your your legacy is living on on the fire grounds of New England I mean all over I mean I know you you've done shields all over the world but I mean New England is your hot spot right I mean that's your yeah, that's your most place. of it yeah yeah and you know you see a fire on TV and you're like oh there's one of my shields uh, what you do you, know, what is that what's that feeling for you well, that's pretty funny because you know. People must think it's a big studio or something, but it's one <laughs> right, little tiny little house in Weymouth, Massachusetts, a former janitor's painting shields, you know? <laughs> it's yeah. no big story. <laughs> but I think that's, that is the, that's the best story that's, it could yeah. be, man. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. doesn't get much better than that. You know, yeah. you, you have this unbelievable passion for it, and, I, and you said that it, it's, the, it's the passion and the process that drives you, right? Like, you right, enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, I, I, I don't dread coming here every day. It's like, you know, I have my, I can paint at my leisure. I have my TV, the computer. I can do whatever I want. There's no one looking over my shoulder. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I get a little, assembly, <clears throat> excuse me, a little assembly line going so I can move things along pretty quick. Well, I've seen, so I've oh. seen some of the pictures, right? So on Instagram, Helmet Shields, right? It's, yeah. Uh, Helmet Shields is the, uh, is the site on, uh, or the uh, page right. on Instagram, and I've seen when you do like the FDNY shields and the, the orders, and right, they yeah. you like battalion and deputy shields. Like, who knew that they make that many bosses that many times a year? I mean, how many? Shi- I, I never knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't either. How many? I mean, how many gold leaf shields approximately? Do you, I mean, can you tell me? Do you know? How well, many? I don't know. I could figure it out by yeah. counting the amount of inventories that they sent invoices they sent me. But right now on my desk, I've got twenty five that I just clear coded this morning and they're going out and that's from an order of 102 shields. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I looked up and last year at this time I made 107 shields. So this must be the time that they move people or redo their inventory. What's your turnaround on them? Well, if you call me for a shield today, it's at least a 90 day wait. Got it. I'm I'm that far backed Mm -hmm. up, but that's because, you know, like New York, there's 102. I do those like 20, 25 at a time. Right. But that takes away all those single orders. Oh, so, for sure. For and, sure. And other departments call, you know, they'll order 10, 12 shields at a time. Yeah. So that's why it takes so long. Do I mean, you, I wish I could silk screen them or something, but it's, it's all one the, at a time. It's not the same, man. No, no, it's all one at a time. I mean, it's true craftsmanship and artistry. I mean, I've seen a lot. Yeah. I've seen a lot of them that you've done, and I even read in that article that I was I was doing a little homework on you, and you said that if you like the shield so much, you might paint another one to keep for yourself. Well, I, I've done that. I have them on my wall, hanging up. Um, I painted um, the town of Hingham. They have a station called Constitution, right? And the ship on it is the USS Constitution. Mm-hmm. So for one group there, I made all the uh, shields. It was like a, a Bob Ross painting of a ship no on the ocean. And I liked them so much, I made one for myself. It's hanging up in my uh, shop here. That's fun. I mean, that just yeah. speaks, that just speaks to the love you have of it then. And it's not, it's yeah. not a job for you. I mean, it's an No, enjoyment. no, it's not. No. They're actually paying me to do this. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I mean, hey. It's working for a living. You yeah, know? I mean, hustling on the pavement, taking pictures, yeah, right? And yeah. and then pushing a, a broom and cleaning up schools. Oh, I mean, yeah. This it's is awful, yeah. Yeah, this sounds incredible. And the fact that you're still very much in love with it. Like, I oh, can, yeah. You yeah. Know, I can hear it in your voice and as you talk about it. Talk to me yeah. about, you know, the, the differences between doing those one-off projects versus the, the cookie cutter ones that you're, you know, doing the same brush strokes for 25 of the same New York city shields. Yeah, well, yeah. shields. When you do those one-offs, do they, does that excite you a little bit more? Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. Um, something really fancy that, that I know is going to look really good when it's done. I'll, I'll work on that more than what's around me at the time. Oh, that's just cool. uh, because yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoy like seeing also too, cause you do a tremendous amount of gold leaf, right? A lot of gold. Yeah. But I love, and I wonder if that's because gold leaf shields typically are not getting put through the ringer every single day on the fire ground. Meaning, yeah. you know, uh, deputy. I mean, people put battalion chiefs to buildings and things like that in fire conditions. But typically, your gold shields are outside. You know, the the environment that could destroy them because those beautifully hand painted shields, uh, you don't want to see them get destroyed. Yeah, I know they. 
I've had a lot of chiefs when they got the shield, they say, Oh, I can't put this on my helmet. I got to hang it up. <laughs> like, come on. That's why you got it. And they'd end up getting two of them yeah. because they want one to wear and one to, for the desk or something. Oh, I believe that. And, I believe that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. the I love the storytelling that comes with them though, because you know, not only for you, like the backstory when, when somebody, uh, constitution, they need, they want the, the ship, you know, the battleship constitution right, yeah. painted, or you do another one. Uh, I love like in the Boston Metro area, uh, big into history, right. And, and mm-hmm. tradition. And so you're doing a lot of flags. You're doing a lot of, um, you know, different types of, uh, traditional themed shields. And so that I think has to fuel you. Cause I believe that you are a history buff too, right? Oh yeah. I've, I've got a passion for history from World War II. I have a lot of uh, World War II collection. And at one time I had a really big high eagle helmet collection. Okay. Where I had every finial except the rooster. Um, I had gold painted shields that went back to the mid 1800s. And wow. the opportunity came to buy the house next door to me. And unfortunately I sold it all and bought the house next door. And I wish I to figure it out another way because some of those shields were spectacular. Oh my gosh. And uh, well, I even had um, High Eagle 6th Battalion from New York City with Hugh Halligan's shield that he had signed the front of the shield. No I, way. I reluctantly had sold that too. Oh my gosh. Wish I kept that. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, listen. But I bought a house out of it. So. Well, that's it, right? <laughs> and, and, and not only that, but it probably allowed you to, uh, you know, excel at what you're doing now too, right? Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's those trade offs, and who knows, you might find your way getting back to it one day, and and being able to collect it and own it once again, hopefully. Oh um, yeah, I'm get, I'm building up the collections. Stuff's coming back, so. And and that's yeah. what I that's the that's the part of the conversation. You've immersed yourselves into the the history of the American Fire Service. I mean, right. you've become you've become probably um, a, a big uh, uh, what do I want to say like a. Uh, a savant of of history for the fire service because to own high you know high eagle helmets and, and shields and you know to have that type of history uh, of interest that you have for it it makes you fall in love with it I think a little bit more right when you entrench yourself into the storytelling and to the the fabric that is the fire service I mean you've become yeah. pretty pretty smart in that regard now yeah it was um. It was years ago. I I got a tip that there was a guy had a yard sale and he had some old fire stuff in the yard sale. So I took a chance, took a ride down there. Well, he had the usual um, little ceramic statues, but over in the corner, he had this pile of stuff that was dirty and grimy. It had been in a basement for decades and it was all high eagle helmets and buckets wow. and all that. And I made him an offer for that and he took it. He goes, you don't want this other stuff? I go, no, I don't want the other stuff. So I took that that home and I started doing my research on what I had just bought. Yeah. And in that collection was a helmet front Chief Egan and a captain's Boston captain's front Captain Victory, two of six line of duty deaths from the Merrimack Street fire in 1898. Holy crap. And that was in this pile of stuff in this guy's basement. Oh, my And it was dirty and grimy. They were jet black and I cleaned them all up. And then there was another helmet in this collection and it was smashed and it had a high Eagle shield, um, chief of department, Boston with his initials on it. And I was going to just throw the helmet away until I did my research on it, found out that this was chief Weber and he was wearing this helmet at a fire in the North end of Boston. And this roof slate came down, hit him in the head, cut his helmet in half and almost killed him. And then after he re- got recovered and all that. He had this helmet on his desk for the rest of his career. Oh my gosh. And here it was in this pile. And, <laughs> and this guy had no idea what he had. I I had no idea. It was it wasn't until um uh Bill Noonan and Chief Christian came by and they saw what I had had. And I thought Chief Christian was just gonna keel over. He goes, Do you know what this is? And he told me what it was. And wow. So I restored it. I left it exactly the way it was. It's a smashed helmet. Yeah. It almost killed the chief in the eighteen hundreds. Does, does that well, resonate? Like, I have to think when you're a keeper of history like that, I mean, because I'm looking at, too, that somebody in 100 years from now is going to go to another yard flea market or whatever, right, yard sale, 
and your shields are going to be on helmets. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. serious, right? Yeah. Do you put much thought to the legacy that you're leaving behind? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see 100 years from now about what, what they go for. But recently, funny you should mention this, on eBay, someone sent me a shield I made. Um, Chief of Department, Boston, or Fire Commissioner of Boston. Eight, and I made it in 2000. And someone had it on eBay for $850. I'm like, well, Did it sell? Well, I, I don't know if it ever sold or not. I lost it, but I'm like, eight fifty. I can make it three, four of those if you want. Oh my god! But that was funny with this big story about me, and, I, and I'm like, they got some of the story right, but yeah. Do you, do you not? Yeah, right. Look at that, man. And yeah, not, that's not bad for being alive. <laughs> for being, I know, right? Jeez. That's funny. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, see, people value you, man, and the and the craftsmanship you're doing. Do you number your shields? I used to number them, but then they lost count. So I just, I don't number them anymore. I sign the backs of them now. You do sign them, but okay? A couple of years ago, I figured out how many shields I painted in the year because I've never figured how many I done. And I I counted one thousand one hundred seventeen shields I made in one year, about twenty nineteen. Is that like a standard year for you? Um, it could be okay <laughs> because of the, the amount I put out, but I was kind of shocked myself. I mean, that's, you know? that's... I mean, retroactive carpal tunnel on one hand. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I can only imagine. I mean, and the fact that yeah. you haven't gone crazy yet. No, not yet. <laughs> you find... The wife thinks I did. <laughs> He's locked in his room again and just painting yeah. away, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Does it consume you? Sometimes it does. Yeah. But, um, like I said, when I see something that I really like that I want to paint, uh, you know, I'll sit here for hours just doing something just for myself. Nice. And the same goes with the, uh, the special ones that guys send me too. I mean, if there's something really, that's going to look good, I want to make sure it comes out good. Sure. I saw it. More. Yeah. I've read, I've read a couple of the special ones you've done for president Bush. Right. I think yeah. you said that that's on display in his presidential library. Right. Yeah. That's um, what I heard. Yeah. And, and his it, father, H.W. Bush, I made one for him. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. And so are these opportunities that you're like, hey, I'm going to paint one and send it? Or are they requested? Or does somebody... It's requested. It is. Yeah. It was requested. Um, uh, uh, New England Fools actually requested the uh, president ones. Rusty? But, um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he yep. keeps me busy. Uh, I'm uh, sure. <laughs> I love Rusty. Rusty's a good, dear friend. Yep. So, yeah. And then the um the 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 one that went to George W. Bush that was painted for the uh, fourth grade class that was in the school that I was working in, and so I I painted the shield and the class gave they got a white helmet and they put it on for the and try to send it to the White House, but you couldn't get anything sent to the White House after September 11th. Yeah, right. And um, so we had a state senator come to, um, but we first first we had a parent at the school who worked for the Pentagon. So he had the helmet in the box. He was taking a flight to Washington. They wouldn't let him through the airport with the helmet once they saw that it was for Bush. No kidding. So he had, yeah, they made him put it back in the trunk of his car and he actually missed his flight. <laughs> so then it took it took months of getting a senator Senator Bob Headland to get his steps to get the helmet to the president. And he finally did get it, but it was quite a Process, uh, an elaborate huh? way to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh you could not get anything to the white house. And then, no. you know, yeah. You have other memorable ones that, uh, that stand out to you. I mean, other than like the battleship ones you were talking about, I mean, it's, I got, um, I mean, you talked about, I, I read that you have shields in all 50 States. Yep. I, I read that you have shipped them overseas, different countries. Um, yep. Do you have a stra any strange requests that have come through? I did a chief for El Salvador. This was years ago. And I had to write it in Spanish. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I forget, if, uh, trying to remember the top, Jefe or something for chief yeah. was at the top. And I remember the flag, there was a black buzzard I had to paint across. It was a it came out really good, yeah. But um, but this the real strangest ones I had to do was for um after the Gulf War, for the fire the coalition fire departments there, they wanted shields and some of them were written in Arabic. No way. And that's upside down and backwards. It's like I don't even know what I'm making here. Oh my gosh. But yeah, they sent me the the fonts for it, and um, I did those, and the, everything had to be very specific. You had to write fire chief and. 
do you, each department. Do you wonder, like, where it comes from? Like, how do they find you? Why me? Like, I mean, it's yeah. just, it's interesting because I think that you're, you're, you know, you're probably the most premier guy in the industry, I think, um, that is doing this. And so you are at the top of your game. And I, I, I think it's pretty wild that people from across the world are seeking you out to have your legacy put on their helmets. I mean, your, yeah. your craftsmanship, your artwork to be displayed on, on helmets across the world is just really when you when you sit back and digest that. Do you ever do you ever just sit back and and think about like all of that and and your legacy? I mean, you're leaving a legacy uh, within the American Fire Service. I mean, that's pretty yeah. wild. It's like you, you see some of the old shield, the old high eagles and stuff. Those guys never sold uh, signed them, so they're all anonymous people. Yes, you know. So some of us, like Steve Scora from Providence. He used to paint shields, fantastic painter. Right. He signed his shield. But um, Joe Kelly, he painted New York, and I took over from him. He never signed them. And there's another guy, Al Murray Young from Boston, elaborate painter. He never signed them. So there's a lot of anonymous people out there. So that's why I try to sign mine. The other guys that do paint sign them too. So we're not anonymous to history. Uh, yeah, well, and that's exactly it, man. I, you can't be. And, and you know, and that's important that I think you sign that and, and let that name live on so that people recognize long after we're all gone that, you know, that you were there making a difference and, and so on. I think that's very important for sure. Yeah. So. I, I had it one time. I had a high eagle shield, uh, Phoenix Hose Company with a, an eagle painted on it. And I did the research on who painted those, and I found it was a uh, a black guy from Pennsylvania, David Bustel Bowers was his name, born in 1820, and he was a talented painter. He painted Lincoln's portraits, and he had the eagle ho uh, phoenix hose. But on the back of the, the shield, there was a, a paint smudge, and he didn't sign his paintings. He put his fingerprint on the back of the painting. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I like so that. His his fingerprint was on the back. Ah, oh, that's, I mean, that's just. Yeah, I always wonder what the smudge was until I looked it up. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you this. Online, I was looking at a bunch of pictures and so on, and, and I was reading up a little bit, and I saw that all your paint cans have screws in them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Why? Um, one shot paint. That's the paint I use and most of the other guys use. It's like a, take the, it's a sign paint, right? Like it's sign used paint, for signs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Holds up and doesn't fade too right. bad. Got it. So it is notorious for crusting over. If you take the top of the can off, it's going to create a film eventually. So you put a screw in the top of the can and you just unscrew it because I don't need that much paint. And you just pour a few drops out or whatever you need, seal it back up. And it's like you have a fresh can of paint. Is that one of those trade secrets or did you figure that out? Uh, I kind of figured it out <laughs> after cool. losing I, a lot of cans of paint. I, yeah. yeah, and and yeah, so I was looking at it, and I'm like, what? what is this? Why? I thought maybe it was just easier <laughs> to get the lids off, you know? And no, so no, on, just, it's easy to pour it out, just a few drops. Of, you know, if I'm doing some flames, I just need a few drops of yellow, just yeah. pop it out instead yeah. of having a crust off. Eventually, when the can gets down about three quarters, then it, It'll crust over inside the can, but by then you can just rip the top off. Got it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. I figured I'd ask, man, because it was one of those things. I was that's like, what I... everyone comes over and looks at my desk and like, what the hell is that? And so, yeah, and so what do you, I mean, do you, it's just paint and shields. I mean, they're everywhere. I, I've seen pictures of where you paint, and I, I guess yeah. that's wild to me. Yeah. Do you, I, um, yeah, go ahead. I just got a, my blank shields in from, I got 100 blanks from New York. I've got 200 and something blanks from the rest of the orders I have. And yeah, this paint, like you said, paint and shields everywhere. So today you just have your lineup. Do you take pictures of everyone that you do? Um, most of everyone. Um, uh, if it's just a generic one that I've done before, I don't. Right. But what I do is, you know, I'll put them on my Instagram. But if you see one shield from one department, chances are there's probably six others behind it that I didn't take pictures of. I got you. So I got you. It, it looks like I do like four at a time, but trust me, there's more than four at a do time. Do you ever do you ever thumb back and look at them? Yeah, I um, I um, 
an ad popped up on Instagram. It said, make your own Instagram book. Mm -hmm. So it did it by itself. So it made me a book of my shields, which yeah. was pretty cool because, you know, it's like a coffee table book of shields. Well, that's, and, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at, right? Is like, yeah. I would, <laughs> I would think it'd be really interesting that if you were taking pictures of the final product before you ship them out, especially how much you, you care and how invested you are in, in the process and the storytelling of the shield, right? And all of that. It would make for mm. a really interesting coffee table book. I think yeah, so. Yeah. Right? I mean, I just yeah. got I just got Jill Friedman's book, Firehouse, which was uh, uh, done in conjunction with Dennis Smith out of the FDNY during the war years and, you know, her photography right. book. And it is literally just photos of her photography with short little, you know, narratives with, with the photos. And right, yeah. it's a very powerful book. And I'm, I would I would venture to say that especially – in your region of the of the Northeast, the Metro Boston area, and, and how deep the traditions run there, and and so on, and that you have been putting shields into the market there since 1984, if you will. Um, I think a book would be really really cool. Yeah, uh, it did come out good. Actually, guys that have seen it have, have um, asked if they could get a copy of it, but it was a one of thing, so yeah, I yeah. couldn't make another one. Funny well, you should say books. I had a book published in 87 of my fire pictures. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it did okay. It was the same publisher that did Bill Noonan's book. Um, wasn't the way I had it set up, but, you know. What's the name of that was, book? Did... Uh, fire. Fire. Yeah. You can find it. Some t it pops up on eBay. It pops up at uh, Fire Mata Flea Markets. But, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's, uh, quite a few pictures of mine that, um, you still getting out? Fires. You still getting out and uh, and seeing um, fires? Yeah, I, actually, over the summertime, um, the scanner went off, and you could hear the the phones ringing in the background. And she says we're receiving calls yeah. for a house fire, and it was during the summer. It was one of those brutally hot, humid days. The fire was up on top of a hill next to the ocean, and it's the cover shot of Firehouse this month. Oh, is that right? The, okay, yeah. And that place, I've never seen a place as fully involved as that with exposures going all around it. Um, wow. It was so hot. It was so hot they were making the hydrant, the hydrant bag caught on fire. No yeah, shit. They were making the hydrant. From I think I know exactly which, which fire you're talking about. It was like a cedar shaked house, I think, right? Yeah, it was a huge <laughs> house. Um, uh, the painters were in there, so they had all the windows open. Oh, yeah. It started outside. And what you don't see in the on the cover shot is the the guy. There's two guys on the foreground, and one guy is looking to his right. What he's looking at is another house of the similar size, also rapidly becoming involved, and it spread actually spread to five other houses, million dollar houses. So wow! The yeah. firehouse was three point five million, and when I got there, the, um, the the cleaning lady was in the house next door. She had no idea the, what was going on. The neighbors went and grabbed her, and she had no clue that the house was on fire. Wow. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. I'll, it was five minutes down the road from me. So there I you go. jump well, on it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you had to put yeah. shields on hold that day. Yeah. But with all the mutual aid that showed up, they had the command post. So I got a nice shot of all the chiefs with my shield. <laughs> I was just so. going to ask you that. How many of your shields <laughs> yep. were wandering around there? Oh, they were all there. That's they saw awesome. a lot of the fire. So let yep. me, do guys know who you are? I mean, some like, of them do, yeah. Like when you yeah. when you go to a fire scene or something, or guys. Yeah. For, and then I want to yep. ask too, with the history of like Boston and so on, and you doing what you've done, the guys like Leo Stapleton, right? Like big names that have come up through the the Boston Fire Department. I mean, have you had the 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 privilege to, you know, meet these gentlemen or make shields oh, yeah. for them and yeah. so on? I mean, that to me is just uh, I value that in my life. Like all the guys that I get to meet, like talking with you today. This is a great pleasure for me to, to talk with you. And it it's a memorable moment because yeah. I know that you're a gentleman that is making a difference. You're you're ingrained in the fabric of the fire service. And so this to me, like making these relationships is so important to me and, and valuing that. And so I have to think that you've met just an unbelievable amount of people that are important. Oh yeah. I've met yeah, quite a few people. And actually yeah, there's a new fire commissioner in Boston and I, I sent them an email because uh, they the shields that they do now for the city that are all gold leaf and uh, it's not the way the shop used to make them for the traditional Boston shields. So 
Okay. I sent them an email to see if they want to go back to the old traditional Boston Shields that they've had for hundreds of years. And I'll, if I hear back from them, then I'd love to bring that tradition back to the city of Boston. And how cool would that be to be single-handedly the guy that does that? Like, I know. That, that's so cool. <laughs> like, I'm just sitting here thinking about that, and I'm like, man, that you get to like mold and shape what you want to see and kind of influence that. Like, hey, guys, I do your shields. Why don't we go back? Why don't we do – like, that's so Go fun. back to the tradition, yeah. Right? Actually, the, I'm trying to do the same with New York City because they took off the letters next to the numbers on battalion, like 31st with the ST. Oh, okay. They, they took those off because the commissioner at the time didn't like the numbers to be offset. So we took the letters, so it's put the numbers in the middle. But I've try, I'm trying to see if they want the numbers to go, the letters to go back on is back to tradition because they were always like that. Yeah. They, they had the, um, the letters after the numbers. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So did you do the new commissioner's shield down there? I forget yes. her name, but uh, the first female commissioner? Yep. I and did so that on. one. So when yep. that comes across your desk, I mean, that that's history right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, I got a kick seeing them when they're on TV and stuff yeah. down in New York. And actually, you know, there's a place in New York someone went, um, the storefront that's a fire display, I don't even know the name of it, somewhere in near Times Square. Okay. But they had a picture of the wall with uh, all these um, battalion shields that turned out to be mine, and that – you know, I was wondering why I, I remember the order. And I'm like, that's an odd order that they just gave me. And I come to find out they're hanging up in this so New York for, City fire display somewhere. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah. I'm hoping to get to the FDNY Museum within the next few weeks because that Jill Friedman uh, exhibit is there until February. And I oh, wanna, wow, yeah. I'd like to get into the city and do that. And then it's the city's always great in, in uh, Christmas time and so on. But I have never been to the FDNY Museum. Uh, ever. I've never been there. And I, yeah. I live 25 minutes from there, believe it or not. And I've just never been there. And so I'm hoping to be able to pull that trip off in the next few weeks because I want to see the yeah. Joe Friedman exhibit too. But I will certainly be on the lookout for your shields and see what's there um, for you. But I mean, that's just, it's cool, man. I, I think what you're yeah. doing and the passion you have for it um, and the fact that it's not a job for you, like we talk about the fire service and it's, you know, guys, guys love the firehouse. Guys love being firemen. It's not a job. It's, it's a, it's a lifestyle, if you will. And the fact that you're kind of doing the same thing with your shields and you're laying forth a legacy and protecting traditions. I think it's great. I mean, and I, I just, you know, from, from one to another, uh, keep up that hustle. I, we need this yeah. in the industry. Um, and I think it's important because it's part of the storytelling. And I think storytelling is what makes us so great in this business. Yeah. I, I like to keep the tradition alive. These, the computer shields just don't cut it anymore. You know, yeah. I mean, there's you know, no, yeah, no pride I, in that. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, right? I mean, it's just, it's two different markets, right? And, uh, yeah. and frankly, I think, you know, there's, there's room for all of it. And I, I think though the craftsmanship that comes from you, the, the artistic abilities, um, and truly what I think fuels it is your passion and love for it. I mean, you love, you've, you've fallen in love with the fire service, right? Oh yeah. I've, since well, my news photographer days, you know, I'd, I'd go to firehouses and invite them for dinner. I'd do ride alongs and the guys that I grew up with from high school, they became firefighters and, and police. Yeah. And we're growing up, we're all re retiring now, but they're retiring as chiefs and deputies and, <laughs> It's like uh, these guys we used to hang around with. I, when I was talking to one of my friends. And I said, do you ever think we turn out to be what we are? He goes, never in a million years. Yeah. <laughs> We're all running the show now. Yeah. It's pretty fun, though. I mean, you know, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's fun. And I think that's what's interesting, too, is like about your area and these these small cities. And so many guys uh, become career firemen and, and police officers, and they still live in those cities, and they're still part of the community. And I, I just love that just love that whole you know storyline if you will of how that yeah. plays out and everybody comes up through the job together guys retire together they get on together that's a lot of fun oh yeah 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 the guys that um you know my high school friends when they became firemen 
especially if they invite you for firehouse suppers and boy you know you don't go home hungry after a firehouse supper no i know that <laughs> absolutely they take good care especially when they get a guest yeah. especially when they get a guest in house you know yeah and yeah. and i gotta think that's fun because as you're having dinner with them and they run out the door for a box and you hop on a rig with them or you watch them go there's your helmet shield right yeah I mean, exactly yeah. are there and they're going they're there, out yeah. into the public and you are advertisement for that company that chief yeah. that department and I just, I think that that's very powerful. And uh, yeah. I, I think, be, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that it's, you know, without the, um, without advertising anymore, the, once I got New York City, it's, it seems like it just exploded after that. Yeah. Because um, the city of Dallas called New York to want to know who did their shields and then switched um, their shields to New York style. So they called me and now I'm doing all of Dallas which is pretty cool because <laughs> that's that's a big really city cool. like that down yeah. in Texas. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, that's fantastic. But you're going to, you're going to need help, man. You're going to have to bring somebody in. <laughs> I tried. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I really hope though, I hope that, um, you know, the day that you decide to hang it up and, and enjoy, you know, uh, you know, it just in, enjoy life if you will, not that you're not now, but just slowing yeah. down on the painting, I really hope that there's, you know, you mentioned Chase and a few other people that are in the industry, and I know Chase is a young kid, and he's got the, the world in front of him. I really, oh, yeah. I really hope that, like, a guy like him really works out and is the protector and, and the one that is, you know, continuing on this legacy of, of this craftsmanship that represents the traditional values of the fire service. I love it. Yeah, there's not many left, and... In this day and age, busy world, no one really has time to sit and do this. Well, you know, we got to find people. Out. We got to find people to do it, and we got to find yeah. people that want to. I mean, even my daughter. My daughter's sixteen. She turned sixteen today. It's her birthday today, and Yay. she's not that she wants to be a firefighter, <laughs> but she's an incredible artist. I mean, incredible. Yeah. And I want. I've I've been asking her. I'm like with National Fire Radio and the exposure we have. I'm like, do you want to do signs? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? I'm like, you know, you can make some spare money on the side. We can publish it through National Fire Radio. And she's just like, yeah, I don't know. I really don't want to get into that stuff. But she is so incredibly artistic and talented, like advanced art classes. And it's just it's amazing how talented she is. And I just I see. I see guys like yourself and I go, man, there's such talent there. We can't afford just like the fire service where we can't afford these guys with all this experience and knowledge to walk out the door and not be able to share it and let it pay forward. We can't do the same with you. We need you yeah. and your abilities to be passed on to the next generation to continue it. And I think that's important, Bob. Yeah. I, I used to make signs, firehouse signs, you know, should make a killing at that. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's one of my signs that's hanging in, uh, the pride of Midtown firehouse, oh, that's um, cool. 54, 54, and 54 after, and four. Yeah. Yeah. After, uh, September 11th, they had me make a sign and, uh, it was a, it was a new sign, but I made it look like it was, you know, a hundred year old sign. That's they cool. have that hanging in the firehouse. No, that's cool. awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I look at it this way for many, many years to come, your legacy will continue to be spread across the fire service. And, uh, you know, whether it's signs hanging in the firehouse or the shields that are being wore on the fire ground every day, um, brother, you're there. And uh, I appreciate your legacy, and I appreciate all your hard work and craftsmanship that you've done. Sure, thanks, it's incredible. Yeah. But, yeah. And, and thank you for spending time with me today, man. This has been a lot sure, of fun just yeah. rapping for yeah. about 45 minutes now. What's next for you? I mean, it's just, just, just head down, working forward. You got any... Got any fun projects or anything exciting coming up? Or um, do you ever take look- vacation? <laughs> <laughs> when I take a vacation, if I take a week off, it sets me back two weeks. I yeah, bet. no, I take, I take I got a vacation coming up. I have to keep uh, good the wife happy. Yeah, for sure, well, <laughs> for sure. Happy but even wife, on vacation, uh, exactly. Yeah, even on vacation, I'm always thinking and answering emails and you know. Yeah. All that stuff. So. I bet. It's a, it's a full-time job, that's yeah. for sure. I I wouldn't doubt it. And seeing the yeah. volume and the fact that everything is a one-off, hand-painted, hand-crafted, and it's from – you get the raw leather in, and it's from, right, the raw leather to I buy product. I buy the blanks. Yeah. Uh, trifecta leather makes the blanks. Okay. And um, so I get those. And, you know, it's funny. I used to buy 20 at a time. And I'm like, wow, I'm making 20 at a time. 
Now I just call him and say, Greg, just keep making them. <laughs> I don't care what you send me. Just, just make them. Just make he sure sent me two sh- boxes. It was almost 200 shields. And I'm like, great, make another batch because these are wow. already spoken for. Yeah. Wow. It's a good problem to have, Bob. It's a good yeah, problem yeah. to have. Yeah, well, a lot con- of fun. congratulations on an incredible career and, and the Thanks. success of Helmet Shields. And, uh, you know, you're making a difference and you're protecting the traditional values of the fire service by hand, putting handcrafted shields and hand painted shields on helmets. And, uh, man, it was an absolute pleasure today to chat and just capture a little bit of your story. And sure, thanks, uh, thanks yeah. man. I appreciate it very much. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on. Good. Yeah. Where can people find you? They want to reach out. They want to get a hold of you. They want to. Um, Instagram. Okay. Uh, Helmet Shield on okay. Instagram. Cool. And we'll, and we'll put that in the uh, in the commentary for the uh, yeah. podcast. So awesome. I have a I have a web page too. Helmet Shields. HelmetShield.com. Okay. But that's an old web page, and the prices are wrong on that, and okay. we can't figure out. No one can remember passwords, so <laughs> it's we can't figure it out. No one wrote it down. No that's, one figures it out. That's funny. That's <laughs> funny. So find you on Instagram, reach out, and then you can you can communicate yeah. there. Uh, you sure. also yeah. see your your beautiful hand painted artwork and craftsmanship on there. Um, and so if you're listening, give them a follow, check them out online. And uh, Bob, thank you again. Stay sure. right here. I'm just going to sign off the podcast. I'm going to come right back to you. So hang on one sec, okay? Yep. Thanks. Guys, thanks for tuning in for another episode of the National Fire Radio Podcast. Bob Stella from Helmet Shields, creating a legacy and paying it forward, putting it, uh, putting his craftsmanship and art and artistic abilities to work, protecting the values and traditions of the American Fire Service. Check him out online. Thanks for tuning in. Take this conversation to the kitchen table and talk about it. As we talk about the job, we make the job better. We'll see you at the next one. Thanks for tuning in. Jeremy, National Fire Radio. Hey guys, Jeremy, National Fire Radio. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of the podcast. Today's episode is a little bit different. The script gets flipped on me, and instead of me hosting the podcast, I am a guest on the Primary Complete Podcast Show with Steve and Matt. These guys are doing a great job. A bang-up episode. Uh, A lot of great nuggets in there and things that I've talked about that I truly have not really talked about before on any other platform or podcast. So buckle up, enjoy the conversation, and as Matt and Steve say from the show, make conversation great again.